are about to hear a life-changing message preached at Revival International Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In Isaiah 54 verse 1, the Bible says in Message Version, Sing barren woman who has never had a baby. Fill the air with song, you who've never experienced childbirth. You're ending up with far more children than all those childbearing women. God says so. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay preaches a powerful message entitled, Attempt Great Things for God. What did not work last year will work this year in Jesus' name. Attempt great things and expect great results. Start thinking about God. Think big. Your God is big. So let us listen into this anointed word and be blessed. Beautiful. Well, tell somebody, attempt great things for God. Attempt great things. Attempt great things. Now, every year, um, we start... Attempt means make an effort. Is that correct? Yeah. Try. Since try, give it a shot. Okay. Give it a shot. I mean, don't give up. Now, every year, how many have things that we've thought, thought about and talked about that we want to do that is falling through? Well, no problem. Sometimes my children do something, they don't succeed. I said, A plus for effort. A plus for effort. You tried. I am somebody who never misses a chance. You know, I mean, say, say I want, I'm working and tomorrow I need to go somewhere. And I said, oh, no, patients are scheduled already, so you can't go and ask to be off. I said, what's the big deal? I lose nothing by going to ask. Already, without asking, my answer is no. When I go and ask, the worst will be no. At least I explore the chances of getting a yes. And many times I get a yes for an answer. Put your hands together for wow. Jesus. So, we're going to have to attempt great things for God. All right? Attempt great things for God. And I want us to, you know, this is a William Carey statement. And uh, it comes from the scripture in Isaiah chapter 54, from verse number 1. Isaiah chapter 54, from verse number 1. King James Version, the Bible says, Sing, O barren, thou that did not bear, or that did not have children, break forth into singing, and cry aloud, you that did not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Now, let's use the message Bible, if you can have the message Bible. It says, O sing, barren one, you who did not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who did not travail with child. You are not fruitful, I say. Don't worry, God says, sing. Don't be depressed about the happenings of last year. Don't be overly worried and concerned. Ah, what is going to happen this year? Amen. Don't, don't, don't be worried at all. Sing, barren woman. Sing. 
who has never had a baby, fill the air with a song. Is that message, Bible? Good. Is that the message you are giving me? I believe so. So sink barren woman who has never had a baby. You never had a job last year. Sink. I said begin to sink because this year something is going to happen in Jesus' name. Yeah. The scholarship didn't work. You watch it. Something is going to change this year in Jesus' name. Fill the air with your songs. You who've never experienced childbirth. You're ending up. You are ending up with far more children than all those childbearing women. Say amen. amen. What is it that didn't work last year? It's going to work this year in Jesus' name. Amen. It is going to work. There is hope for you in this year in Jesus' name. Amen. Say amen. amen. Yeah. There is hope. Beautiful hope. You are ending up with far more children than all those childbearing women. God says so. That's the beautiful thing about it. It's not Pastor Lindsay's statement. It is the Bible. I didn't come saying things because I woke up on the wrong side and I felt like I have to say something. This is the Bible. And not only is it the Bible, it says with emphasis, God says so. Boom. Exclamation. God, someone say, God says so. God says so. I believe it. You know, most people, most Christians who don't benefit from Christianity is because they don't believe or they don't obey the Bible. Every time God says something, he says, hearken unto my words. You know, it means put my words into action. Pay attention, respond, obey, and put it into action. Amen. Amen. Apply it to your life. God says so. You know, sometimes you are doing and your brother tells you, look, don't put this thing here. And I was all. Then they say, mommy says so. Then immediately you, you have to correct it. This one too, same thing. God says so. Clear lots of ground for your tents. Ha! Clear grounds. King James says, enlarge your tents. Make room. Make room. You know, recently I was looking at some pictures of this church. Even I was so, it was so funny. Reverend Lee was here. And then Devonia was here. And then another person, I mean, I, talk, I think I saw Rosemary or somebody. And it was just a cluster here. But we had spread the chest to this side and to that side. And to the back. And I kept asking myself, what a bold step. What a bold step. And Ricky, Brother Ricky, where is he? Yeah. Yeah, was there. Brother Michael. And a few people sitting there. And it was, I remember here, this whole empty, and then here, this thing, that's all. Manuel, this was not your chair. We prayed you into being, clap for the Lord Jesus. We extended our tents because we were expecting you. 
Because God says so. He says, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Have expectations. Have hope. And high hopes as well. Yeah. One person was choosing schools and chose certain schools. I chose some schools in America. And they said, are you correct? Are you correct? Why? Say here, we don't even choose schools. You know, where you were, like in Cape Coast, where you don't even choose schools in the capital of Ghana. You are not only going choosing school. You didn't choose schools in capital. You chose schools outside of Accra, outside of Africa, and you went to the United States. And you chose in New York. Hmm. I said, leave my problems for me. Because I know what God says. If I was depending on people, I would never progress into anything. This year, don't listen to negativity. Listen to the positive vibes from the Lord. Say amen. amen. Oh, I thought you would put your hands together for Jesus. Someone say positive vibes. Someone say, I feel the vibe. Oh, I feel the vibe. I feel. You they feel the vibe. I they feel the vibe. Says clear lots, not clear grounds. Say, hey. Clear lots of ground for your for is it for your tent? For your tents, multiple. Multiple. Listen, I have used this in my life. Sincerely. I have never gotten a job that pays less than my previous job by the grace of God. I am every time. Believe me, the difference is your faith in God. Give God a chance. You are not operating on your own grounds. You are operating on God's grounds. Amen. If it was my ground, your ground, there is no possibility. But remember, God is, the Bible says that cattle on a thousand hills, they belong to him. The silver and the gold, they belong to him. The world is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. It is covenant Sunday, attempt great things Sunday. It says, clear lots of ground for your tents. Now, next verse. Next verse. Make your tents large. Now, the first thing is clear lots of grounds, land. Number two, put tents. Clear lots of ground for your tents. Now, we've gotten the grounds. You've gotten the tents. Now, he's coming into your tent. He says, make the tents large. Be ambitious. Have standards. Expect great things. Attempt great things and expect great results. Yeah. You know, when I was in Ghana, at a point, my, my, my standards were, I said, I'm going to South Africa. South Africa to continue my specialization. My friend called me and said, Dr. Lindsay, your standards are low. I said, don't say that. It was my pocket that was low, but my Standard was low. It was not low. I wanted, but I didn't have money to buy a flight to the United States or to pay the visa and all, the, all kinds of things. I didn't have. You know what a friend told me? He said, make room. He said, 
The same brains you used to go to South Africa can take you to America. Study for the American exam. And even if you are needing to get help from other people, the money you are using to go to South Africa, find some extra and let it move you. America. And then I started complaining, making excuses. I don't have the books. They told me, I know everything I say, you make an excuse. If you want to do something by faith, you make a way. You don't make excuses. That's what he told me. He's called Michael. Yeah. The friend is called Michael. Michael. No wonder I have a Michael in white and white today. Michael. And I said, I don't have money. He says, we'll find the money. I said, I don't know where the books are. I said, I will give you my books. You make too many excuses. Gave me his books. He's used to pass the exam. I wrote the exam. When I was coming to, I told him, no, 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 no. I can't come to, you know, New York. This. He said, he pulled the paper from me. He wrote everything. That boy, Michael. Today, I'm speaking to you like a Michael. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Everybody, somebody called Michael is sent, being sent your way. That's how I got here. Never forget him. Speaking the words of faith. This make your tents large. Let your standards be high. Spread it out. And the next is think big. You know, the Bible says that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You are only as big as your thought processes. Everybody you see here, small or large, is not the brain size, it's the thinking size. Yeah. It's what you think about yourself. It's what has made you who you are. But, you know, if thinking about yourself is a problem, because sometimes in humility we think very lowly, no problem. Now, start thinking about God. If you think that, look, I have nothing. No, because at that time I didn't have books. I didn't have the money. So there was nothing about myself to think about. Michael told me, think big. Your God is big. Big time God. Someone say, think big. It helped me. As a man thinketh in his heart, so so is he. So think big. Use plenty of rope. Drive the tents and the peg of the pegs, the pegs of the tent deep. You know, when you build a deep foundation, you know you are going high. This month, we are going to dig the pegs deep. We are going to build big foundations for big things. Say amen. That's why we are starting with prayer and fasting. Clap for the Lord Jesus. We are not going to wait for any other week. This is the first Sunday. We're not going to wait for the next Sunday to start our prayer and fasting. We're starting tomorrow. Clap for the Lord Jesus. We're not going to give any room for excuses or for the devil. We're starting big, digging deep now. Building spiritual foundations, prayer foundations, prophetic foundations, spiritual foundations. We are building foundations and deep foundations because we expect great things. Some would say expect great things. Therefore, attempt great things. It's usually your expectations that drive your attempts. Yeah. 
is your expectations that drive your attempts. What do you expect? Therefore, pray. Pray it into being. Pray it into being. My brothers, come, come to the front right here. Pray it into being. Pray it into being. The two of you come. Joy, you come and sit here and let the two of them sit. Come, come. Pray it into being. Drive the tent pegs deep. You know what tents are? A tent is a place God lived in tabernacles then. Bring God's presence in a big way. You know, if you think God is coming to live in your tent and dig it deep, enlarge it, make spaces. Bible says there are innumerable company of angels. I don't walk alone and you will never walk alone this year. Oh yeah. The helper, the Holy Spirit is going to be with you. In fact, in this, he says, my maker is my husband. Let's read the next verse. <laughs> he said, you know, you're barring, you're barring, this time God is giving you another partner. Watch it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're barring because of the person that you have attached yourself to give you the children. You are going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family. Say amen. <laughs> you are going to need a lot of what? Elbow room for your growing family. Elbow room. Elbow room. There's going to be movement. <laughs> There's going to be extensions. There's going to be blessings. There's going to be testimonies. There's going to be scholarships. There's going to be new jobs. There's going to be promotions. There's going to be more prayer. There's, there's going to be more spirituality. There's going to be more word. More worship. Your amens are low when I say worship. But when I say finances, you loud. You don't understand. Let me tell you, riches don't bring blessings. Blessings bring riches. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. The blessings of the Lord make rich and add no sorrow. When you are blessed, you are blessed. The blessing produces. I'm telling you. So have you seen people, anything they do, it just works. There's a blessing on them. This year, you are going to be that kind of person in Jesus' name. Yeah. It's not your money that will define your blessing. Your blessing will define your money. It's called spirituality. It's called depth. It's called strength in the Lord. It's called spiritual power. When God wanted to bless people, um, in the book of Deuteronomy, he says, I will give you power. I will give you the power to get wealth. Not the wealth to get power. And he says, so that I will establish my covenant with you. That's why this is a covenant Sunday. We're going to make covenants with God. And you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he who, that gives you power to get wealth. Deuteronomy 8, 18. That he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers, as it is this day. Relevant today. So let's go back to the message Bible and what it's saying to us. I want to explain to you, very importantly, what we are doing. You are going to need a lot of elbow room for your growing. Somebody say there will be growth. Next verse. Next verse. 
you are going to take over whole nations. You're going to resettle abandoned cities. You know what that means? Abandoned means you've given up. It's not going to work. Tell someone, never say it's not going to work. Never say never. Never say I will not pass that exam. You will make it. Tell somebody, you will make it in Jesus' name. Then the next verse. The next verse. That's verse 5, right? Don't be afraid. Is it verse 4 or verse 5? Okay. Don't be afraid. You are not going to be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You are not going to come up short. I like this encouragement. He says, what is going to affect you is fear. Don't be afraid. You're not going to be embarrassed. You know, sometimes when I'm praying, I tell the Lord, Lord, if things work, you are the one I'm going to give the glory to. If things don't go, go well, you are the one who's going to be ashamed. Yeah. You know, Moses told God the same thing when he came to the Israel. He said, God, you brought these people here. You're going to kill them all over here. What would the nation say? You couldn't feed them. That's why you killed them all, so that you have fewer people to feed. Is that the kind of disgrace you want? God said it's true. I'll give them another chance. Put the God, God to the test. Challenge him. He's at a point. He says, Are you bring the tact and prove me. Challenge me with this. Prove me here with. God likes challenges. Don't be afraid. You're going to be, you're not going to be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. Next verse. Next verse. You will forget all about the humiliations of your past, of your youth. And the indignities of being a widow will fade from memory. Say amen. amen. You know, the humiliations of being youthful. And sometimes when you're a child, you're not, it's like you don't amount to much. You're going to school, you don't have any money. We've been feeding you. I mean, look at these. They're going to school. They go to college, but they get all the money. Manuel is sitting here wearing the designer shoes, and but it, it was all borrowed from the parents' account. This guy is very poor. Yeah, yeah, literally. Everything he has is borrowed. Yeah, from his parents. He doesn't even have a bank account of his own. When he opens an account, somebody has to put money inside. Can you imagine? He's a parasite. He's a parasite sitting here who has a symbiotic relationship with the parents. Yeah. All children are parasites. They don't get parasites. They're in the womb, they were parasites. When they get out to their parents, until they start working. So we are hoping that as we invest in him, he will one day take care of himself. Yeah. It's our hope. Yes, it's an expectation. So we see when it comes to even the fact that Look, this guy is coming, starting school. Before, when we went on vacation, this girl, the Bernese here. See, last time the dancing starts dancing, she was not there. Do you know where she went? She went to the mother for replenishment. She went to borrow more money. She went to collect money from her parents. She bought some new clothes. She didn't buy it. She, the mother's money is suffering. It's borrowing. It says that forget about the humiliations of your youth. You borrowed a lot of things. You've taken a lot of things. 
I mean, every time it's like, look, when am I going to have things of my own? He said, don't worry about those days. Better days are coming. Greater days are coming. Ah, promising days are coming. And I like it. And the indignities of being a widow. Indignified. Undignified. A widow. Those days, women don't work. When your husband dies, you have nothing. You're worse than an orphan. A widow. The church has to take care of you. Because everything. It's today that you work. Joy is working. And uh, look at the nicely dressed something that he wears. I mean, iPhone. What? What's it called? Apple Watch. Now she's wearing Citizen Watch. It's today that women work. Widow. It's a bad situation. Because the person who feeds you is gone. Says the and it's an indignity, the indignities of being a widow. People took advantage of widows. Because you, you lack something. So, welcome. You really need help. I'll help you. But you have to help me. Indignities of widows will fade from your memory. Say amen. Yeah. You see, I'm reminding you of how people used to, our church was just this side. It's, it's, many of you can't remember. It's the indignities of our widowhood has gone from our memory. It took pictures 10 years ago for me to see, ah, this is how we used to be. May you never be distressed by your past in Jesus' name. And then the next verse is the reason, four reasons. The next verse. Because this all is going to happen because of one thing. Your maker is now your husband. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Your maker is your bridegroom. His name is the God of hosts of angels. Armies. This is the reason. This is the basis of all. You, you may have lost a husband, may have lost a job, may have lost something, whatever it is that. But now the maker is your husband. Yeah. You know, can you imagine I used to be like Manuel? I used to be like Bernice. I used to borrow money like that. I used to actually, you know, if one day I asked my parents, please, I'm going to school, I have no money. I know you can't squeeze money out of the rock, but I am struggling, help me. Yeah, one day when I misbehaved, my father pulled that letter and read it to me. He said, you better not misbehave because these are letters you've written. I said, yes, sir. Yeah. He brought me the embarrassment of my youthful days. One day you will sign checks, eh? The zeros. You just ask how many zeros do you want? Say amen. Yeah. Yeah. You just ask how many zeros? Bernice, say amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many zeros? Taylor, do you believe it? As you are sitting here beautifully like this, all from Ricky Pocket. Ricky's Pocket. Look at nice jacket. It's a Ricky Pocket jacket. But one day, it will be tailor pocket. And then rather Ricky will be wearing some designer jackets because of you. Say amen. amen. <laughs> because now your maker is your husband. The source of your sustenance. Ladies and gentlemen, this week is attempt great things from God. So this week is going to be a week of fasting for three weeks and prayers. We're going to dig deep. We're going to make our maker our husband. Hallelujah. 
we're going to make our maker our husband. You know, the thing about it is this. Who is your husband? Ask somebody, who is your husband? Who is your maker? You see, the word is maker. Who is going to make you, make you, make that thing happen for you? Look, the Bible says, I am what I am by the grace of God. God made me how I am. When God make you blessed, if God be for you, who can be against you? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I said, if God be for you, who can be against you? My maker is the Lord. The one who has made me. Has made me. My, the word is maker. Maker, maker. He, he makes you a good student. Makes you a, a, a good husband. Makes you rich. Makes you get a job. Makes you. What else do you want to put there? He can make it happen. He's a maker. He's a maker. I didn't say make up. When you can't make things, you make up. Ladies, like they put makeups to. Because <laughs> certain things are not there. So they have to make it up. I hear there's even, what, what's it called? Uh, foundation. There's what else? Conce- there's concealer. 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 And there's what? Highlighter. Certain things are nice, so you highlight them. Certain things are not good, so you have to conceal them. And then if, if you put all things together, you make them up. They are made up. They are made up. Look, I mean, last, just last dance, the hair was like this. This dance, the hair is like this. It's a makeup. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Do you remember the hair? That was lighting up last year. It's a 2024. It's a, the maker is making her different. Clap for Jesus. My maker is the Lord. He's called the Lord of hosts. Angelic hosts. He has a lot to do. God has transformed me, has transformed you, has made me, will make you. He's like the potter we are, the clay. He makes us, he molds us, he brings us to our final design. And you will be so beautiful this year. Say amen. Luke chapter 12. From verse number... Let's start from verse 10. Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. Maybe let's read from verse um, verse 16. No, let's verse 15. Verse 15. He said, and he said to them, Take heed, beware of covetousness. For a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things which he possesses. It's not about the things. It's about who is with you. That's why I said, don't make it about the riches. Make it about the blessing. That's why it says, my maker. You see, when you go to a bakery, if you're smart... If you're not smart, you go for the bread. Which will get finished very soon. If you're smart, average, you go for the bakery. It means that you get bread, but you need a lot of effort on your own. But if you are very smart, you go for the baker. You get the bread, you get the bakery, 
and you will get the person who's orchestrating everything, the source. Yes, think big. Says, and he said to them, take heed, but we have covered a man's life. It's not about the things. It's not about the things. It's not about the things. It's about the maker. It's about the next verse. Verse 9. Then he gave, speak a parable unto them, saying, the ground, you see the ground that we say we should prepare? The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. Plentifully. Keep going. Uh-huh. And he, and he thought within himself, saying, shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. Keep going. Yeah. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater ones. And there I will bestow all my fruits and my goods. Keep going. Keep going. Uh-huh. And I will say to my soul, soul. Someone say soul. Point to you and say soul. 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 I see if he doesn't have soul. Point to the other person and say soul. Yeah, so. so from now we say soul. Soul that has much goods laid up for many years. His trust was in the goods. Soul that has much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Wow. I got it made. I have a nice job. A nice, nice spouse. I have a nice uh, Tesla. I have a nice what? Um, nice, nice what? Nice kids. Okay, Joyce says nice kids. Nice hair. Yeah. Nice friends. Nice shoes. Look at your shoes. You have a nice pastor. I was thinking you should have said that quite early. Clap for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> Nice church, nice pastor, nice neighborhood, nice members. You have even got a Michael here. Wow. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Someone say, Really? You've forgotten something. Ask somebody, Have you not? Have, have we, have we forgotten something? Now, verse 20. Verse 20. But God said unto him, Thou fool. Someone says, So. Oh. But don't add fool. This is the play I acted when I joined the church the first time. I acted the rich fool. Called, my name was Richie Rich. Mm -hmm. I acted this play, Rich Fool. It's coming to a, you know, the film stars are going to be acting this soon. Amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah, this is their new episode. You see, the last one was so good. But God said to him, Thou fool, this night, this thy soul, this called soul, 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 me, 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 soul, speaking soul. This thy me, integrity, shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which you have provided? You know, there's going to come a day. Have you seen somebody who's died before and then you have, you are helping, maybe you know the wife, and you're helping the wife to move. When my father died, 
the most difficult part was when we're helping our mother to move the things. My mother, when you see this jacket, then she starts crying. Sees the shaving stick, said, oh, so this is not going to be used anymore. Start crying. Sees the shoes, she said, look, this is the last time I'm going to be seeing this. Taking the things was so difficult. So we had to move her from the room she was used to, to resettle herself. If she goes to the bathroom, she's, then she'll mention, coffee? So it's forgotten that my father is gone. Painful. Says, I shall be, this thing shall be taken up. And who shall be? Her shoes, his shoes, his ring, his tie, nobody could use it. And they were so old-fashioned, we couldn't use it. Yeah. I didn't want them. You know, all of you who are very worried for your children, and I assure you, God will take care of them. God will take care of them. They will be okay. They will be okay. We are going to have gatherings. Like this fasting that is coming, eh? the men will call ourselves spiritual fathers. We'll come together. We'll pray for our wives, our children. We'll pray, men, men. And we'll talk about ourselves, how we can make things better. How we can develop ourselves. Yeah. There's going to be a men's group. Oh, you enjoy so much. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah. The men. And the women will also come together. Yeah, we shall. And the children will come together to pray. When children pray, God hears clearly. You see, the children's prayers. One day I broke my back because I carried the patient and fell to the ground. They gave me several weeks off. My children came and laid their hands on my back. Don't believe it. Within two days, it was gone. When I went back to it, they were shocked. Because the doctors recommended, no, 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 this back. They came with us and said, say, no, daddy. So I used to jump with them and say, no, we need to jump with you. They laid their hands. They were kids. Laid three hands. One, two, three. And they prayed. Some, some of them crying. Yeah. Meanwhile, my wife had laid hands already. <laughs> oh, my wife one didn't work. <laughs> not because she's not powerful. Because me too had prayed. Me too had laid hands. But I'm saying there's something special about children. Your children will be organized to pray for you. Clap for the Lord. Doing this fast. You watch it. You watch it. They will be so anointed. When you come to the children praying, you would like to join the children. I'm telling you, you watch it. There's an anointing coming on your kids. What the devil meant for their distraction, they will turn it around because of the intercession. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. He says, you fool, this night your soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which you have provided? Then the verse 21 is what I want you to go home with. Verse 21. So is he that lays up treasure for himself, for himself, but is not rich toward God. Tell somebody, how rich are you toward God? What is your investment in God? Say, this is what happens to people who are not rich in God. 
So these three weeks, we are going to enrich ourselves in God so that we will not be like this guy. So that the Lord will rather be our partner. So that the Lord will be our maker. He's the one who made it happen. If God be for you, who can be against you? I tell you, if the thing is of God, you can't fight it. Yeah. John 10, 10 said that the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come. I am come. That ye might have life and have it more abundantly. Someone say, I am has come. I am God is coming. I am that I am that I am. That's what that means. Because normally you say that I have come. But he didn't say that. He said, I am come. I am. I am. His name is I am. I am. I am. I am that I am. I have come. It was not. John 10, he didn't say that I have come. He said, I am come. I am has come. I am that I am. It's going to give you life and give you more abundance. So it is a season of prayer and fasting. It's a season of prayer and fasting. Attempting great things. So we're going to sign our covenant of the things that we are going to attempt for God. Reach towards God. What things are we going to do for God? That's the first thing we're going to do today. Before we start asking what God should do for us. It's a good strategy. Clap for the Lord. We're going to be sending you sheets. You write one, two, three things you want to do for God. Not for yourself. I know you want a gold chain. Yeah. I know the last time I tried to take your shoes, so you want to have more. So in case I take it again. All those things. I know you are planning to buy a car for your mom. Only that you are not. <laughs> but no problem. Those GPAs that you want to accrue, that college you want to go to, that course you want to have that is difficult. God will do it. God will do it. I am, I am. I am that I am. I am come that you might have life. And more abundantly. Your life that is now, you will have it. You have even more abundantly. Amen. But it starts with investing. I've learned. You know, one church member called me and I was so challenged. And the person told me that every year when I start, I first check, I give it to God. So that's another level. I give my time and my tithe, the person give the, 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 the salary. Wow. I said, this is another level. You never know the basis of somebody's blessing until you know the person's heart. Who touched? So, maybe your salary is not here, but I'm going to tell the Lord, Writing three things that you want to do for the Lord that you haven't done. That I was not in any center. I was not in the, you know, when they ask, are you in the army of the Lord? They say you are in the secret service because you don't do anything. Tell somebody, no more secret service. It's our year to work for the Lord. 
Tell somebody, no more secret service. Taylor, what are you going to... She's the president of the secret service. I didn't know that. I didn't know you've been voted in. She's your president. <laughs> Taylor says she doesn't belong there anymore. Okay. So you're right. Pastor Richard, put it on the platform on everybody. Or you have a print. Good. We're going to give you, write it down. Lord, this year, I'm going to do, sometimes you'll see, for example, I'm going to, I have not done my quiet time. I'm going to do quiet time. Every day I'll do quiet time. I'll, I'll pray before I leave. Yeah. Maybe I haven't paid my, every day, this time I'll pray my tithe. I'll pay my tithe. Yeah. Or maybe it is, you have not been involved in soul winning. This time I will win souls for you and I will follow them up. What is it that you want? He said this man is because he's not rich toward God. He has treasures for himself. For himself. You know, in the last days, the Bible says that men shall be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. Yeah. My children, I see those who love me, I tend to love them more. I give them more. When I see their love. Jesus Christ, he asked Peter, Peter, do you love me more than these? He had given them fish. They've gone and toiled all night. They didn't catch anything. Then he roasted fish for them. I've been to Israel at that river. And as they were eating, he asked Peter, do you love me more than the fish I've given you? Peter said, yes. Then he said, feed my sheep. Yeah. Maybe this year you tell the Lord, I'm going to join the forces in the church. I'm going to be in the choir consistently. I'm going to be in the instrument, among the instrumentalists consistently. I'm going to be cleaning your church consistently. I'm going to, maybe you tell Lord, I'm going to be early. I'm not going to be late anymore for church. Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. Tell the Lord, I will now, I don't, usually don't know the words of the songs. I'm going to learn this. Something for God, not for yourself. You know, selfishness is, makes people very unhappy. The most unhappy people are usually selfish people. Selfish people never become happy. Yeah. Loneliness starts from selfishness. Yeah. So Covenant Sunday is about rich, getting rich toward God. It's coming. Please pass it around. Think about it. Pass it around. Every rule, have one. Every rule, have one. Then I'm going to tell you, this is covenant. Rich towards God. Being rich towards God. What is it that I'm going to do for God? We're going to, because these three weeks, is, we're not going to be praying about it. We're going to pray about things for you. Take it. Take it and pass. Take it. Take one and pass. Give one to the next and then pass the rest. Yeah. That's it. This is yours. You're going to write it. You know your prayers that are in here, this is going to be another thing we're going to put in here. Don't need to put your name. Your name is there, but don't write it. Don't add your name. Please don't. God knows your handwriting. Now, before we go in the next few minutes, I'm going to share with you how the fast is going to be. How the prayer is going to be. Is that okay? Good. Someone say, attempt great things for God. 
every one of you knows what, maybe what you're going to do is you're going to tell the Lord, Lord, no more pornography. Maybe that's what you yours should be. Huh? No more stealing. Now, are you ready? So, our fasting is going to be this way. Okay, let me first of all tell you that the fasting will involve everybody, including children. Because Joel chapter 2 verse 15, let me read it to you. Joel chapter, God is going to do some wonderful things. Has everybody received the covenant sheet? Attempt great things. Okay. And God is going to give you strength to do what you write. So think it through. Okay, think it through. You don't need to write it now. Think it through. And then just because before we go, you'll write it. Give me one, please. Ah, uh, Good. You can write initials. You don't need to write. You can write initials backward. Initials mix. So that nobody will see. But between you and God. Okay? Yeah. Now, listen. Are you listening? Please, you may be seated. It's okay. Now, listen. We're going to write it down after this. I want you to listen to the, the, the way the fasting is going to be organized. And then we'll go home. Okay? Now. Um, the Bible says in Joel chapter 2 verse 15 going down, it says blow the trumpet sanctify a fast call a solemn assembly you know sanctify a fast means make the fast holy let everybody hear about it announce it properly let it be a solemn assembly it means that during the fast let's assemble let's gather because during a fasting time if you're alone for a period it's hard it's very hard. Thank you. But we're going to make it such that we're going to help each other. Then he says, go on, verse 16. Verse 16. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. So there will be meetings and you need to be in the meetings. Amen. Gather the people. Assemble the elders. But center leaders. Gather the children. Don't let the children stay at home when we're gathered. Wake them up to pray when they need to pray. Believe me, Job did not do it. He would wake up and pray. He would go for the prayer meetings, leave the children. And the children never did well. When the attack of the devil came, he left the wife, he left the children. It was not good. They were attacked and Job stayed. Your children will never be attacked in Jesus' name. Yeah, so that's why we're going to the men. Ricky has always asked me, why? When are the men getting together? Today, the Lord actually emphasized it on my heart. I don't want to call a rebuke, but it was quite strong. The church members are asking, pastors, when to, the men want to come together and know how to treat our families well. I thought it was very, very good thing. We're going to do it by God's grace. Amen. So gather the children. Even those who are, who suck the breast, that means even babies, babies, 
should come around. Because there's a spirit that comes doing a congregational fast prayer like that. There's an impartation. There's a blessing. And God said, gather my people because I'm going to bless them. Sanctify fast. I will come in the midst of them. Don't leave anybody because the blessing is not just for the shepherds. It's not just for the pastors. It's not just for the adults. It's for the babies as well. Therefore, don't leave anybody out in the gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children too, gather even those who are sack at the breast. Let even the bridegroom go forth out of his chamber. Wow. It means in case you are going on honeymoon, put a hold on it and come for the prayer. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Brother Michael, you have a honeymoon planned? <laughs> And let the bride come out of her closet. Wow, that's awesome, isn't it? Please close the covenant sheet. And listen to this one. Okay. Get the bride out of the closet. Now, the next verse, verse 17. It says, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar. It means let them intercede between God's altar. Let them call on God for the sake of the people. We are going to mention you by name. Yeah, I've called the shepherds one by one. We have put our list right so that nobody will be left behind. We are correcting everything to include every name. This prayer and fasting time over the next 21 days, when Israel had a problem, it was Daniel and his priests who came together 21 days and God answered their prayer. And when the prince of Persia withstood the prayerful people, God sent reinforcement, the angels, archangels to come and to make sure the prayers are answered. That's what the fast does. He said, the priest and his elders will come between the porch and the altar and will say, and let them speak and say, spare God's people, O Lord. And don't give your heritage for reproach. No shame to anybody. So that the heathen should rule over them. The unbelievers will not have advantage over you. Why should they say among the people, where is their God? So that statement, oh, these people, they say they are Christians, but they don't have any power, will not be said. Your power is about to come in Jesus' name. Yeah. Where is their God? Some of you have had difficulty. You think prayers are not answered. We're adding fasting. And it's going to be good. Hallelujah. It's going to be very good. It's going to be a blessing. You know, it's not going to be as difficult. For example, I'm going to show you. Where is their God? Then, verse 18. Verse 18. Please go on. Then will the Lord be jealous for this land, for his land, and pity his people. You know how a jealous person behaves? Jealousy comes from somebody who wants to take ownership of you. You know, jealousy is a form of love. Where there is no love, there will be no jealousy. Do you know that? Jealousy only comes when somebody loves and doesn't want anybody to touch you. That's where jealousy comes from. Most husbands are jealous. Yeah. I'm telling you, most husbands are very jealous. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you like, go and touch somebody's wife, they will kill. Wives are calm. They look, <laughs> Husbands? You haven't seen some before. They are worse. It's because of the authoritarian. I want to take ownership. 
God wants to take authority over you and tell you, you are mine. Nobody will touch you. I dare anybody to come. I dare the devil. I dare any evil. Your, the sickness that is troubling you, I'm, I want you to be healthy so that you can save me. Yeah, he'll guard you jealously. The Lord will be jealous for his land. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Do you know that God is called jealous? I think it's in Exodus 34 verse 14. That says, I, the Lord, am jealous. Jealous is my name. It's called Jehovah Kana. C-A-N-A. My name is Jealous. It's in the Bible. Have you seen it before? I think it's Exodus 34 verse 14. Bring it up and let's see. Huh? Exodus 34. 14. Okay, find it. This is, that's, this is not what I'm talking about. You know, I'm a jealous God. I know that, but I'm talking about something different. 34, 14. Yeah. Uh-huh. For thou shalt worship no other God. For the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. His name is Jealous. Wow. That was, that's Jehovah Kana. My name is Jealous. Yeah. He doesn't want anybody. Demons, things like that. No, 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 no. This is why the fast, his jealousy will come. Because you're going to put away any other spirit. Your haircut is looking like your husband's haircut. He's going to put away any other spirit. Send anything else away. I will take care of you. I will marry you, my maker, your maker. Look, you watch it. It's going to be an exclusivity. We're going to focus on God and God will focus on us in Jesus' name. So bring up that. He said that, and then bring up that scripture again in Jude. Right? And then it will be a powerful time. Jude. I'm taking Jude. In, in what? Joel. 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 Joel chapter 2 verse 18 is where we are now. Joel 2 18. The Lord will be jealous for his land and will pity his people. Forgive us. Next. Next. Verse 19. Yea, the Lord will answer. Someone say the Lord will answer. Yes. The Lord will answer to his people. Behold, he said, I will send you corn. Somebody say, God will give me corn. God will provide for me. And I will send them wine. Wine means happiness. I will send them oil. Oil means spirituality. The anointing. The Holy Spirit. Prayerfulness. Manuel. All the prayer you couldn't pray, this time you'll be able to pray. It means holiness. I'll send you oil. And you shall be satisfied with everything I give you. Fulfillment. Someone say, I'll be fulfilled. I'll be satisfied. Yeah. There's some jobs you are not satisfied. God will give you what satisfies you. And I will no more make you a reproach among the heathen. You will not be disgraced. You will not be ashamed. Amen. Now, watch this. God is expecting us to fast. And it's not about if, it's about when. Because Matthew 6, 16, the f- fast is, the three things you should know. It's a when you fast and not if you fast. It's when you fast and not if you fast. It's not if. If means maybe you will, maybe you will not. When is it's about timing. You will, but about timing. Tell somebody, my time is now. Matthew 6, 16 says, Moreover, when you fast, Jesus was speaking, not if you fast, when you fast, 
Be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. John, you don't need to impress anybody about the fact. Amen. So it's about when, not if. Number two, fasting must be often, not sparingly. Fasting must be often. Me every week, at least two days of my week, is a fasting day. I would say three. But Sundays, because I don't eat, I can't call it fasting because I'm not praying. I don't eat on Sunday. Okay. Good. Fasting must be often. Second Corinthians 11, 26 and 27, it says, In journeys often, in perils of waters, perils of robbers, all that. And it says in the last verse, in weariness and in painfulness, watchings often, in hunger and in thirst, and fastings often. The last the verse 27. Okay. Hunger and in thirst and fastings often. Who's at the back? Fastings often. Now, watch out. If you notice, it says hunger and thirst which is different from fasting. Fasting should not be a hunger strike. You know, when you're fasting and you're concentrating on the hunger, you're not being spiritual. You know what a fast is? A fast is giving up food or physical satisfaction for the sake of spiritual gains. For example, when God created Adam and Eve, he caused them to fast the tree of knowledge of good. But they didn't know it was a fast. But the devil said, no, 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 no. Don't need to fast that, that tree. And that's it. When they ate, spirituality went away. But Jesus fasted and stayed on. The devil said, convert the bread, the water, stones into bread. He said, no, no, no. My time hasn't come. Man shall live by bread, but shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. In other words, he was hungry, but he was studying the word. During a fast, you must study the word. You must be prayerful. Otherwise, it's a hunger strike. It's not a hunger and thirst. Therefore, in this fast, for example, the second week, you start, you take breakfast before you fast. The first week is dinner only. Second week is breakfast only. Third week is liquids only. Clap for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> Easy. I'll say it again. First week is what? Dinner only. Second week is what? Breakfast only. Third week is what? Liquids only, day and night. Now, it's beautiful, isn't it? Beautiful. First week is what? Second week, Third week, liquids. That means clear soups, juices, smoothie, um, what? Broth, tea, milo. Yeah, whatever you call liquid, it's up to you. Yeah, you're right, you're correct. Whatever you think is liquid, don't go and mash the plantain into liquid and call it liquid. <laughs> or liquid meat. 
Now, listen. 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 When you are fasting, uh, you try as much as possible to be prayerful. Okay? And during the fast, you can drink. Okay? Drink lots of water, lots of fluids. Very important. Now, in case you are feeling dizzy and you are going to fall, God forbid, you are allowed to take some liquids that will give you some energy. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. Okay. Now, don't pretend. You woke up in the morning and I'm going for beverage. Because I know I'm going to fall. That's a bad faith. <laughs> That's bad faith. If you're going to fall, then take walking stick. <laughs> walking stick. But anyway, do you understand what I'm saying? Try and make it spiritual. Okay? Make it spiritual. Remember, a man who's rich in God is what we're trying to create. Okay? So be rich in spiritual things. Rich in sp- You've not done this before. Try it. Remember, it's a year of attempting great things for God. For God. Attempt great things. The Bible says you provide. If this happens, you do it well. Provide the corn. Provide the wine. Provide the oil. And it provides satisfaction for you. Listen, spiritual things eh, is very interesting. Food is there and you say you're not going to take it. Let me read that. I told you the first thing about the fast is it's when you fast and not if you fast. The second thing is fast often. The third thing is when you fast, you deal with demons. Yeah. Dealing with demons requires a background of fasting. Let me read it to you. Matthew chapter 17. From verse 21, the Bible says, Certain things do not go out except this kind. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. There are certain issues in your life, I can assure you, it can't go away except by prayer and fasting. Except. So when the church gives you this opportunity, God has given you the opportunity. Certain evils. They don't want to go out, but they'll go out. Certain character styles, certain diseases, curses, feelings, dreams, nightmares. We're going to be praying about some character styles. Now, let me show you from this verse, where did it come from? Matthew 17, 21. How did it start from verse 14? Let me read you what happened. Read to you. It says, and when they had come to the multitude, there was a, a man came to Jesus, kneeling down to him and saying, watch this, watch this, saying, next verse, verse 15, Lord, have mercy on my son, because he's an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. This guy was about to be killed. Verse 16. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Why? Verse 6, 17. Then Jesus answered, children, are you listening? And said, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? In other words, 
There are certain things you want to call Jesus by your side. You don't need Jesus. You need a spiritual atmosphere. Jesus said, you are calling me to come and cast the... It's how long will I need... I want you to have power for yourself. Power for yourself. I want you to be a man of power. People should be coming to you rather to say that, deal with this. Deal with this situation. He says, how long? Disciples, my church members, how long? Jesus was saying, no, 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 no. You're calling for Jesus about this. In other words, Jesus is saying, even diseases like epilepsy, God wants to give you power to cast them out. He says, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. Now watch this. Verse 18. Then Jesus rebuked the demon. Wow. I thought they said epilepsy. I thought they said foaming. But he said rebuked what? The demon. So a lot of diseases like this that is trying to destroy us, destroy our children. There is a demon behind it. Bible says he rebuked the demon behind it. And it came out of the guy. And the child was cured from that very hour. That shall be your story in Jesus' name. That health problem, that financial problem, that spiritual problem, that lust problem, that attitude problem, that talk problem, that heart problem, that nightmare that chronic problem, that thing that's like a cloud. I mean, how come me alone I don't get a job or I lose every job? That spirit is going to go away in Jesus' name. Jesus is saying, you are not supposed to just, God wants to give you power. And this is how he does it. Then verse 19, watch this. When Jesus said, then the disciples came to Jesus. The church members came privately and said, today God is answering your private question. Why could we not cast this demon out? Why could we? How, how come we have not been able to deal with this problem all this while? How come every relationship breaks? What's the diagnosis? What's the treatment? What's the prognosis? Why? And he gave them the answer, verse 20. He said, Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Then he went ahead to tell them how to accentuate your faith, what you need to add. He says sometimes, not that you don't believe, but you haven't added something to your faith. You haven't tested your faith. Then he went on, verse 21, he says, however... However, some would say, however, it's not enough to believe. However, there is a kind, and this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Clap for the Lord Jesus. If you went to hospital and they told you that they are giving you a three-week course of antibiotics, all your diseases would go away, you would have done it. Believe God that he's also giving you a course, a spiritual course of fasting. If you have diabetes or some medical conditions, hypertension does not get affected by this. But if you have any disease that the fasting will affect and you need to adjust, no problem. 
God understands. Okay, for example, if you're diabetic, and then in the course of the whole fast, you have to keep drinking sips of beverage, don't, no, don't worry, go ahead. By all means, go ahead. And if you're falling and you have to take a liquid, no problem. But the aim is dinner. Dinner only for first week. Breakfast only for second week. Liquids only for third week. So this coming week is what? Dinner only. That means you wake up in the morning, you join the prayer line. We're going to be praying from 5 a.m. to 6.30. One and a half hours in the morning, one and a half hours in the evening. That's what we're going to do. Okay? So every morning we'll be on the prayer line, on the Zoom, 5 to 6.30. Now, in the evenings, uh, tomorrow evening we'll be in church. But God says, gather them. So on Monday evenings, we'll be in church from 7 to 8.30. That means tomorrow, where will we be evening? Here. Church where? Someone say here, tomorrow. And also on Friday, we'll be here from 6 all the way to midnight. If you close from work at 7, you can join us. If you want to join us for two hours, come. But if I was you, I would join for the hours on Fridays. Fridays will have extended period from 6 p.m. to midnight. 6 p.m. in the evening. Okay. So let me say it again. All mornings it will be on Zoom. From what time? 5 to what? 6.30. Every morning. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. Saturday and Sundays will be your personal prayer. Fasting. Okay. Now. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in the morning. Now. In the e evening. It will be Zoom for just Tuesday and Thursday. Zoom in the evening. Zoom. Let me just finish the Zooms. Let me just finish the Zooms. I know Friday. I told you about Friday. Put, put a pause on that. Friday will be in church. Friday and Monday will be in church. Okay, I've said that already. But I'm saying that since I'm talking about Zoom, let me finish the Zoom. Zoom is every morning. And in the evening is Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. Zoom. That's for Zoom. Okay, in the evening, Tuesdays and Thursdays, to be what, 7 to 8.30. Okay, that's for Zoom. Every morning, Monday through Friday, and then Tuesdays and Thursdays, Zoom. Okay, in the evening, it will be 7 to 8.30. In the morning, it will be 5 to 6.30. Now, what about the in-person? The in-person. Monday at what time? 6, 7, we said 7. Seven? Monday in church? Yes. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Come at 7 p.m. We'll be here for two hours and we'll go away. Okay. Monday, 7 p.m. We'll the doors will be open at 6 so that in case you close from work, you want to come and pray. That's fine. So 5 o'clock, everything will be here. You just come and spend time praying. But officially, 7 to 9, we'll pray and then we'll go. That's Monday. And Friday, what time? Ah, that's why you're confused. Because I said six and I said seven. Well, seven. Do you want us to start on seven on Friday too? So that to be uniform, good. So in person is always starting at seven. Fine. Okay. So take it that all evening prayers are starting at seven. So that you don't get confused. All evening prayers start at seven. Whether it's Zoom or this. Okay. So if it's Zoom, it's seven to eight thirty on Zoom for Tuesdays and Thursdays. If it's in person for Monday, it is 7 to 8.30, okay? 
whatever you like. All right? If it's Friday, it is from 7 all the way to midnight. But the doors will be open early at 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Whatever time you want me to open the door, I'll open. Because me, I'm taking the time off for you. By God's grace. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right? So we'll try and open the doors early at officially 7. So let's try it again. Pastor Richard, can you put it on if it's possible? So let's try again whether you got it. Um, Monday, uh, Monday to Friday in the mornings is on what? Zoom. At what time? 5 to 6.30 p.m. Okay. A.m. Sorry. Morning is a.m. Manuel, is it morning or evening? Because you're going Chinese. All right. Okay. So in the evening, on Monday, in the evening, where do we have the prayer? Right here. And who is coming? Say me, 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 me. All of us. So, 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 so me, so me, I'm coming. Even the babies and come with the children. Look, the atmosphere of blessing is a place you want to breathe in. Yes. Yeah. You know, Peter, James, and John, they came and they fell asleep. At the Mount of Transgression, they were blessed. If when you come and you're tired and you fall asleep, no problem. So you take a light, you break a little bit, because you break at six, you take your dinner or you take your light meal or something and you come. And then you come and we pray and then you go and eat your full dinner. It's up to you. Or you want to take your full dinner and come. Just make sure when you come, you don't fall asleep. Okay, beautiful. All right, so that's Monday. And then Tuesday evening, is it on Zoom or is it on in person? It's on Zoom. At what time? 7 to 8.30. Good. Wednesday, we haven't said anything. Because we want to meet our Bacentes and pray. Yes. Your Bacenta leader will meet with you and pray. If your Bacenta leader doesn't have a place, we should meet together. If he doesn't have a place, he will tell you which Zoom they will meet on. But wherever your Bacenta meets, they will meet on Wednesday to pray. Okay? So Bartlett, usually they meet here. It's also the same 7 to 8.30. Frazier, where do they meet? It will be, they, will, they will tell you. Everybody will find a place. Don't make it Zoom as yet. They can even meet in the house, in your house. Amen. Find somebody's house, in your house, and pray. And then it's very important. If it doesn't work, they will meet on Zoom. You and your Basenta leader, okay? That's on Wednesday. It's a Basenta level meeting. To be on Zoom or to be a place that they will tell you. Okay. Then on Thursday, where? Evening. On Zoom. And then Friday, where? Here. Extended time from 7 p.m. to midnight. Try and join it all. But if you're even late and you come at 8, still come. And God will bless you. Even if you close work at 10 and you only have two hours. Come. Listen, believe me. Believe me. This is going to be a transformational time. Tell somebody I'll be transformed. Tell somebody I'll be rich toward God. This is my year that I will invest towards God. I will invest. We are asking God to guide our steps. Last week we said the steps of the righteous man, they are directed by God. And he delights in his way. This is going to be our theme. Psalm 143 and verse number 10. New Living Translation. Psalm 143 verse 10. 
Please put it. Psalm 143, verse 10. This one will be given every. Say, teach new living. New living. Watch this. Teach me to do your will because you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me forward on a firm footing. This year, it will be you. God, you will be in the will of God. God will teach you what to do. God's presence will be with you. God will teach you. He'll be your God. A jealous God will teach you to do God's will because you are God's child. And may his gracious spirit, the anointing, lead you forward, not backward. Forward, not backward. Forward. You will never go backward. And it will make you stable on firm footing. In Jesus' name, say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. You know, I see a light. I see a light. I see a light being used to direct you. God will be that light. God will be that direction. God will be the leading. He will shepherd you to the right place because you sought his face. First of all, you are writing covenants, what you will do for him as the first thing. You're putting it here. You're coming to pray about. And now you think when you ask him what he should do for you, he won't do it. This is the way to do it. You give God. I would say give God what belongs to God and to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. I see your best year yet in the name of Jesus Christ. I see your best year yet in the name of Jesus. And it's only three weeks. By 28th, we would be done. And you'll be so blessed. The weekends are free. On Saturday, you wake up early, you pray for three hours, and then you can eat all you can. Amen. That's all yours. Okay? The doors will be open here if you want to come and pray. That's fine. And then on Sundays, we'll meet in regular service, but in the course of the service, we'll be doing some prayers and some deliverance and some anointing and some healing, and I believe that the presence of God will be strong. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. Tell someone, this is my year. This is my year of being rich towards God. All right? And we will give you the book and we'll give you the topics as we are led, and you join the prayer line, we'll, it will be there. And we'll send you the book that has the prayer topics. And we'll send you the prayer topics that you can pray for yourself. After we are done, maybe break time, you also find time and then read. It will be a blessing. All right? So put the times there again. Let's rise to our feet. Put your hands together. Let's rise to our feet. Wow. Put, put your hand on your heart. Father, oh God, look at your people. Father, many of us, we've attempted great things and things have not worked. This morning, give divine strength. Your word says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Send angels who will be helpers. Send your Holy Spirit. That will be our strengthener. I pray. Your word says the flesh, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Many of us, we've made decisions to join this time of consecration and fasting. But our flesh is telling us something different. I rebuke that flesh. I rebuke that difficulty. I come against that evil challenge. And I pray for supernatural strength for your people. Father, infuse us with strength. Your word says you will give us strength in the inner man. Give everybody strength in the inner man. Give us a spirit of self-control. I pray, may this stomach that you have fed for all these years not be our disgrace this time may this stomach respond to spiritual 
instructions. We pray that we'll have a mindset that can be in charge. Make strong our spirit. May we be strong in the Lord and in the power of God's mind. Now, if you're here and you want to give your life to Jesus, this is your opportunity. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. And I'll pray for you. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus. God bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Father, I pray for these hands that are lifted. A special grace to go to them. Now, I want to pray for you. Come. I feel that I should lay hands on you. Come. Your hand is up. Come. 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 Clap for them as they come. 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 Clap for them. Come. Come. Yeah. Come. Your hand is up. Come. God bless you. Clap for them. Clap for them as they come. Come. Right here. Now lift up your hands. Right here. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, wow. The children are here. The children. You, Brother Carr. Lay hands on the. Okay, come. Now say this after me. Say, Almighty Father, thank you so much that you are making me rich in God. I love you, Jesus. That is why I've responded to your call. Please respond to my prayer. Forgive me for all my sins. Wash me in the blood of Jesus Christ. Say it. Say it again. Wash me. Repeat after me, please. Wash me in the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe Jesus died for me and God raised him from the dead for my sake. Therefore, by this faith, I am born again. I am a child of God. Please write my name in the book of life and fill me with your sweet Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.